as a nutritional therapist, I always felt a little guilty that food prep, like traditional food prep, just didn't work for me. I just am not into it. And I felt like I should be teaching my clients how to have healthy food prepared, but I just couldn't get on board with spending multiple hours of my weekend preparing food. So if you are in the same boat as me, you are going to love this episode because we're talking about three strategies that help you to get the healthy food ready and available so you can keep your energy and your focus and your mental, mental clarity up without spending so much time in the kitchen. Plus, we're talking some nutrition tips too. So grab a pen and paper. I think I always say that, but um, grab your pen and paper so you can take notes and let's do it. Hey mama, welcome to the Nurse Mom Podcast, where you're going to learn how to ditch the mom stress through renewed mindsets, healthy habits, and balanced nutrition. God is calling you to a life of peace, joy, and rest even during this crazy season when kids are tugging at your legs, you can't get a minute to yourself, and you feel like you have a million things to do. So if you are ready to leave the stress and busyness behind and step into the goodness that God has for you and your family, then you are in the right place. So set those kiddos up with some Legos, some Play-Doh, or whatever is going to keep them engaged for the next 20 minutes while we dig into today's show. Let's do it. Welcome back to the Nourished Mom Podcast. Today we are talking about food prep, but not like your traditional food prep. We've got some different strategies for you to get the healthy food available, get it ready without spending so much time doing it. Because what you eat affects how you show up as a person, how you show up as a parent. It affects your energy, your mood, your mental clarity on so many different levels. I mean, through your blood sugar balance, your gut health, um, giving your body the nutrients that it needs to just like function properly, right? We need to nourish our bodies so we have the energy and the patience and the focus to do what God is calling us to do. And I'm really passionate about this because I know firsthand how what I'm eating and how, you know, how I'm nourishing my body affects how I act. It affects my mood. It affects my stress and my anxiety. And this is where the nourished mom began. You know, it all started way back when, when I had Forrest and I knew something wasn't right. I didn't feel well mentally or physically. And, you know, I dived. I dove deep into nutrition and ended up going back to school. And this is where it all started. And now being trained as a nutritional therapist to help people see those correlations between what they're eating and how they're feeling, how mentally, physically, emotionally, is just so much more obvious to me and so important that I help you guys get the nourishment that you need. But I know that it's tough food prep, cooking, it takes a lot of time or it can take a lot of time. And I think I mentioned it before, but I don't want to spend my whole weekend, you know, prepping food. But we've got to have the healthy food available. So what are we going to do? 
Well, today we're talking three strategies to make your food prep easy, easier. (laughs) Okay, so first we're going to dive into a little nutrition 101 um, to talk about what do you need? How do you get ready to food prep? And first thing that I want to say is keep it basic. You know, when I type in food prepping, I get a bunch of fancy recipes. And that sounds nice, but guys, it doesn't have to be fancy and complicated, right? Sometimes food is an indulgence. Sometimes, yeah, you want to make it fancy. You want to make it special. But bottom line is that food is always nourishment, and we need to focus on nourishing our body. And if that means making simple meals, then that's the way I'm going to go to make sure that I have the food available that my body needs. So keeping it basic and not doing all those fancy food prep recipes is totally okay, and I encourage it. Okay, so real quick, I'm going to talk three steps to help you plan out your food prep. Like, what do you need to buy? Step number one is that you need to pick the protein that you're going to cook in bulk. So 30% of your daily calories should come from a high quality protein. Guys, we need adequate protein because it's the building block of your body, right? It's important for hormone production, to regulate your metabolism, lots of things. So don't skip on the protein and decide what you're going to cook in bulk. What protein do you want to eat this week? So basically what I do is I grab like two extra proteins. So maybe a pack of organic chicken breast, um, some extra wild salmon above what we're going to eat that week, some extra wild shrimp. Um, And then I always have hard-boiled eggs on hand weekly. I try to just buy more of what I'm already cooking because we're going to talk about that in the third strategy of cooking once, eating twice. But I feel like that's easier, so that's what I do. But sometimes if I want something different that like my family doesn't want, I'll grab that instead. But just pick what you want to eat that week, buy it at the store. Number two, we're going to talk carbs. So what veggies will you eat? Because you know, when I'm talking carbs, I'm not talking bread and chips and whatnot. I'm talking healthy carbs, veggies, leafy greens, those things that are going to give you all of those micronutrients that you need to thrive. So unprocessed carbs are going to feed your healthy gut bugs, right? They're going to keep your digestion normal. They're going to help with elimination, which is good for getting the toxins out of your body. They're going to help with your mood because your gut function impacts your mood like drastically. So we've got to eat enough healthy fiber. 30% of your daily calories should come from unprocessed carbohydrates. I had the privilege of working with an awesome gut health doctor, Dr. Horalak, and he recommends getting 40, no, 30 to 40, I wrote down 40 to 50 on my notes, like no way, 30 to 40 different plant foods each week because the different gut bacteria, excuse me, that live in our guts are all going to eat different types of food. So when we have a variety, we're making sure that we're feeding all of those healthy gut bugs. And hands down, my favorite way to do this is salad. Man, I love a good salad. And recently, my husband told me that he doesn't feel good when he eats salad anymore. I'm like, no, my life is over. No, I'm still going to eat my salad. Um, But salad, first of all, is easy. And second of all, you can pack it 
full of different vegetables and fruit and so and fats, so many things that are good for you. So leafy greens, they have such a huge variety of vitamins and minerals, and it's super easy to incorporate a lot of them into your salads, right? Just pick up one of those boxed mixes that have all of the different things in it. I like to add extra herbs, like one week I'll pick up cilantro, the next week I'll pick up parsley and add that into my salad mix. Um, dandelion greens, awesome for your liver. I always add those in. And then I love to add different raw veggies like radishes, rutabagas, carrots, mushrooms, anything to keep it lively, right? I love variety. All right, so when you're planning for your food prep, grab some salad. If you like salad, grab the veggies that are going to go on top, grab some herbs, and then choose a good salad dressing. So salad dressing can be tough because a lot of them have really highly processed vegetable oils like canola oil and hydrogenated oils. And the problems with these oils is that they're highly processed and that processing that they go through damages the fats and makes them no longer healthy for your body to use. So you want to use salad dressings that are made with fats that are stable, that don't get damaged through the processing. So oils like avocado oil and olive oil are better options. So look for dressings with those kinds of oils instead of those vegetable oils. And guys, I keep it really simple. I just throw olive oil and some salt and some apple cider vinegar on my salads and I call it a day. I often think about making like a strawberry vinaigrette or something kind of fancy, but then I never get around to it. So, oh well. Okay, and you want to make sure that you buy a good amount of veggies at the store because you're going to want to prep veggies to have them available to eat for all of your meals so you feel good. So pick what you like. I always do asparagus, broccoli, carrots, Brussels sprouts, celery, rutabaga. So grab the things that you like that you're going to eat and then try something new, right? Try something that you haven't tried before. Because variety is going to make sure that you get all of those nutrients, all the fiber, all of the good stuff that you need. Okay, so step number three, we're talking carbs, like what you think of when you think of carbs, like starch and grains. So this isn't a nutritional necessity. Your body will most likely do just fine on those salad greens and those veggies. But... It can feel like a necessity, right? It can feel like you need something more, and that's okay. Guys, I don't know if you can hear my cat crying in the background, but she's being, like, super needy right now. So that's Callie, and she's, she's like, I want to say, like, 14 years old. She's our little, our little kitty that came with us from Florida. Anyway, so we're talking starches or grains. So generally, I'll prep like a big batch of rice in the Instant Pot one day of the week that will last me like multiple days. Or sometimes I do like a super grain mix. Um, The Instant Pot, I love it for my grains because it takes like four minutes and it's super easy and I have to do like nothing. So um, sweet potatoes is also my go-to starch. They're full of vitamins and antioxidants and they're complex carbohydrates that break down slower than something like toast or a bagel. So a lot of times I'll just slice off a piece of sweet potato and throw it in the air fryer for breakfast and put some butter on it and it's really yummy. Okay, in step number four in planning out your food prep, I want to talk about healthy fats. So all cells, like every single cell in your body, has a lipid bilayer. 
blah, 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 a lipid bilayer, which means that all of your cells are encased in fat. So your body needs healthy fats to keep your cells healthy. Plus, fats are like an awesome source of energy. They regulate your energy so you're not having those highs and lows. And they help you absorb those fat-soluble vitamins. Plus, it tastes good, like butter, ghee, olive oil. It tastes good. It makes your food taste better. So my favorite way to get in healthy fats is by just topping my food with them. So things like walnuts, macadamia nuts, pumpkin seeds, flax seed, hemp seed, um, just drizzling my food with olive oil. So basically, I'm just talking toppings. You can get so many healthy fats on your food by just throwing it on top. And it adds like a little crunch and a little dimension. So pick out some healthy fats that you're going to buy at the store. Um, I always have like hemp and flax on hand. I always put olive oil on and then I pick like one or two nuts for the week to have that I throw on top of everything and that I snack on. So 30% of your daily calories should come from healthy fats. And some of this healthy fat you can get from your protein sources, right? Like um, sources like the wild salmon and the egg yolks are all going to have healthy fats as well. Okay, so you've got your protein, you got your veggies and salad greens, you got your um, more complex carbohydrates, and you have your healthy fats. So these are the things that you are going to build your lunches, your breakfast, your snacks out of, these types of whole foods, because these are the things that are going to give you the energy and the focus to be a superstar mom. So I want you to write those things down. Which proteins did you pick? What do you want on top of your salads? What veggies are you trying this week? And, um, you know, what grains or starches are you doing? And what healthy fats are you doing? All right, so you know what you're going to eat, but when are you going to find the time to make it? So let's talk the three strategies that are going to make your food prep easier. Number one is the strategy of task partitioning. So I've spoke about this recently. So task partitioning takes a larger task, like cooking a meal, and splits it into smaller, more manageable tasks. So you can split up the work over a few days so it's not overwhelming for me, for the kids, for you, right? Because when I try to food prep all in one day and cut and chop and wash and cook all the things, I start to get like anxiety when I'm hitting like the two hour mark and I'm looking around realizing that I have a lot of other things that I need to do and I want to do still today. So splitting up the tasks into more manageable chunks can be a super effective strategy for busy moms. So for my carbohydrates, I want to have all of my veggies, all of my salad greens chopped, washed, and ready to go when I need them. I want to have all of the basic building blocks of my meals ready to go. So for proteins, I'm looking at, does anything need to be done before I cook? Like we eat sausage patties many mornings. Those need to be made before I can cook them. So when can I make those in bulk? Also, um, I make egg salad like every week for my husband. Those eggs can be cooked in advance before it's time for me to make the egg salad. 
So by splitting these tasks into smaller tasks, right, those big tasks of cooking into smaller tasks, I don't have to do them all at once. I can do it 10 minutes here, 10 minutes there, and then it hardly feels like anything at all. And how often do we waste 10 minutes just scrolling on social media? We can easily add 10 minutes in to get some food prep done to make our life easier. So where can you break down larger tasks into smaller tasks to make your food prep easier? Okay, so step number two, we're going to task and routine stack. So like I mentioned before, I don't really want to plan for extra time to be in the kitchen to do my food prep. So what I'm going to do is tack on these smaller tasks to times that I'm already in the kitchen cooking. So look at your weekly routines and your rhythms. Are there certain nights that you have more time to cook? I know that there are definitely certain nights that I have time to cook and certain nights where I don't. And same thing goes for us in the morning. Like certain mornings, like I have time to cook breakfast, certain mornings we're out and we're going. And lunch, pretty much don't like to spend too much time cooking lunch, especially in the summer, because we're usually out and about and enjoying nature or just doing our thing. And it's easier if we just have the food prepped. But look at where you have time to spend in the kitchen and then add on these small food prep tasks that you broke down in step number one and look where you can add these into the times that you're already planning to be in the kitchen. So for me, Thursday night right now, I have a little extra time. I'm not rushing around. So I start my dinner routine 15 minutes early so I can chop and wash veggies for 15 minutes. Sunday morning, I usually will boil some eggs when I'm making breakfast, get them ready to make those egg salad sandwiches for my husband for the week. Um, Monday morning, usually we'll prep our sausage patties. So these are all like 10 minute tasks that I'm just stacking on to the times that I'm already cooking. So where can you add in those easy tasks that you partitioned in the previous step? Okay, so strategy number three is cook once, eat twice. Guys, I like live by this. I would not have lunch ever if I did not do this. This is like my secret to healthy lunches. And like, yeah, if I didn't do this, I could still eat, grab whatever I could find for lunch, but then I don't feel my best. So this is like my secret to getting in all of the nourishment that I know makes me feel good and that will make you feel good too. So cook once, eat twice is the reason that I don't have to spend my Sunday afternoon prepping food. So if you have three nights that you're able to cook during the week, you can cook enough for your lunches, your dinners, all the meals that you need. All you have to do is plan to cook extra so you have enough for multiple meals. Like for instance, the other day, yesterday, this morning, when was that? Yesterday morning, <laughs> I cooked um, some extra chicken at breakfast time. I was cooking chicken. And I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to cook some more. It's an easy day for us. This morning's kind of slow. And I cooked extra. And I was just planning to have it for lunches. But then this afternoon, some things came up and dinner got all crazy. And there was no way I was cooking a fresh meal before soccer practice. So I grabbed that chicken that I already cooked and we ate that it was super easy so it works for you know emergency situations as well so this strategy just takes a little planning so you're buying the extra protein and a bigger pan so you can cook more at once 
So to give you an example of how it looks for me. So if we're doing Taco Tuesday, I'm going to cook extra taco meat. I also throw some quinoa in there that I cooked in the Instant Pot before I even needed it. Super easy, already ready. Um, so I cook extra protein. And then when I'm making the tacos, I add it on top of a salad that's already prepped because I already cut up the veggies, already cut up the greens, throw the meat on top of a salad, put it in a Tupperware, I have lunch for the next day. For the kids, I just make two extra tacos, wrap them up, have them for lunch the next day. When we eat grilled chicken, like I mentioned, I just cook extra and we throw them in chicken wraps. We throw them on top of salad. We just eat chicken bites for a snack. We eat it whenever we need it. When I make salmon, um, we love to make sushi rolls. So I just make sure that I had already prepped earlier, you know, took four minutes to prep some rice. And when I make the salmon, before I plate it up, I throw some rice on top of the nori, put the salmon in the middle, roll it up, and we have some sushi rolls that the kids love. And salmon's full of healthy fats. The nori to make the sushi is a great source of iodine. Super easy. I mean... The sushi rolls aren't actually like super easy, but easier than cooking a full meal and we love them. So it's worth the effort. But anyway, so you already know because you thought about it in the last step, which nights, which days, when are you going to be in the kitchen? When you are already planning to cook, just cook double or triple. It takes no extra time. It only takes a bigger pan. And then you add that easy food prep task into your routine, you keep the wheel moving, and you always have that healthy food available. All right, let's recap. So three strategies that are gonna make your food prep easier. Number one, split your cooking into smaller tasks. Chop, wash the veggies, prep the protein. How can you split up these tasks to make them more manageable? Number two, Decide when you have the time to cook. When are you already going to be in the kitchen? And stack on those small prep tasks to those times. And number three, you've already decided when you're going to cook. And now you're just going to make extra food. So know the days that you're able to cook. And then know the days that you're not. So you roughly know how much food you need. And make extra food and repurpose it for your lunches, any dinners that you can't cook, your breakfasts wherever you need it. All right, mamas, I hope that this has given you some insight on how you can make food prep easier, how you can food prep without spending your whole Sunday or Saturday, you know, in the kitchen. So you have more time for the other things that God is calling you to, more time with your family, more time in your Bible, more time exercising, whatever God's calling you to. So you have more time for it. All right, I pray that God blesses you and your family abundantly this week. In Jesus' name, amen. Real quick before you go, if this podcast blessed you or inspired you in any way, could you please take a minute to write a review on Apple Podcast? Writing a review is the number one way that you can help me to reach more moms just like you. And reading your reviews truly inspires me and encourages me to keep doing this work. Also, don't forget to connect with other like-minded mamas in our Facebook community so that we can encourage and uplift each other on this journey. The link to the Facebook group is in the show notes. Thank you for listening and may your heart overflow with God's peace and love. God bless.